Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Good morning, Bethel family. This is AJ, and today I get to read through John 7 with all of you. Let's jump in and get started. So, the entire book of John, as we read it, is John's written legacy, right? As we see later in John 20, he's clear to the purpose of this writing by stating, But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and through believing you may have life in his name. Verse 32. Now, John 7, for me, this was a hard chapter as I consider the purpose of this book because it is divisive, judgmental, hate-filled, and smothered with disbelief, and it reads as if there is no hope to the end of the chapter. As we read this, let's consider John 7 one of those to-be-continued chapters. Now, chapter 7 starts right out of the gates with the Jews wanting to kill Jesus. How's that for an attention grabber? But wait, there's more. Then, when you would hope those closest to you would trust you and have faith in you, Jesus' own brothers ridicule and mock him by telling Jesus to go put himself out there for people to see when they know he's a wanted man. I'm not sure what was going on through their heads, but Jesus keeps his chill and tells his brothers that it's not his time yet. Then, shortly after, Jesus does go into town where the Feast of Booths or Tabernacle Festival is happening. Everyone's going about celebrating, doing their festival thing, and of course, the conversation amongst everyone is who this Jesus is. Jesus quietly slips in unannounced, Jesus is good. Jesus is a deceiver. Jesus is... Can you picture the crowd and see Jesus walking through, hidden, hearing what people think of him? Can you put yourself in his shoes for a moment and picture everyone around you criticizing and judging you? Yet, again, Jesus stays cool and continues on. Jesus is busy, and if you haven't noticed yet, he has a plan that needs to be fulfilled. Next stop is a conversation with the same Jews that want to kill him. Jesus slides into a conversation as to where Jesus found his education, and Jesus tells them from God alone. One more thing to cause an uproar, he continues on to tell the Jews they're a bunch of hypocrites that basically have it all wrong. Jesus asks, how can one break the law and follow the law at the same time, using circumcision and the law of Moses as an example? Jesus then asks how this is any different than what he did by healing a man's body on the Sabbath. He ends the conversation by telling them they need to stop judging by appearance and judge justly and righteously. Who is this Jesus, right? He is the Christ. They all argued amongst themselves as to where he was from, what words he used, and with such boldness. Everyone expecting the Jews to take him, and no one did, and again, Jesus' time had not yet come. In conclusion, on the last day of the festival, Jesus yells out to the crowd, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. At this point, the words that came from Jesus divided the crowd even more. Arguments between the chief priests and the officers that were charged to arrest Jesus continued until Nicodemus himself breaks up the quarreling. Again, the priests leave without Jesus in chains, and everyone returns to their homes. 
As I mentioned earlier, this chapter was really hard for me. There's so much hatred, anger, and division, and no one believes him. It made me think about who I am in the crowd. I mean, honestly, in this situation, am I one of the spectators keeping quiet because I'm scared to speak up? Am I one of the unbelievers? Do I add to the gossip, slander, and ridicule? Am I the officer that simply gets it but not sure why? Am I cheering or rooting for more of Jesus? Or worse, am I one that has wrongfully judged? Even today, as Christians, we stand out amongst our peers, employees, families, and friends, and we have this truth that is real living water that flows inside of us. I think that this chapter brought out in me, and I hope it brings out in you, a confidence for who Jesus is. Jesus is someone that should know, someone to love and be loved by, and someone to have a genuine relationship with. Jesus is strength, power and promise that we can fully put our trust in. So, what about you? Who are you in the crowd? What's keeping you from him? Is Jesus telling you it's your time to speak up? Next time someone mentions Jesus, will you stand up and proclaim joyously who you believe Jesus to be? Let's pray. Lord, Jesus, you are living water. And because of you, we have real abundant, thriving, and vibrant lives. Because of you, the perfect time and the perfect plan, we have life forevermore. Christ Jesus, I want to thank you for who you are, and that even through the crowd's anger, hate, division, wrongdoings, and doubts, you were and are still the one that I can trust everything with. Jesus, help me to glorify you better and be firm with who you are, in my life every day. Lord Jesus, I ask you to be the only water I ever need. In your name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.